We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Alexander, Dr. A. Welcome to the award-winning Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and FanDuel. It's Tuesday, January 16th. I'm Steve. That's Yuri, my good friend, her first time on the show. And we have a lot of news to cover from a busy MLK day in the NBA. So let's do this. Yo. Welcome to the show. One of my favorite things about my Roto-Wire basketball podcast is when they said, you're going to get two shows a week. You're going to do one with Rick Kamla, who's my my guy. And the other one, you can have whoever you want on every week. We don't care as long as you talk about basketball. So um, you and I have a long history of playing fantasy basketball together, correct? Correct. Yeah, I think it has been that long. It's been about 15 years. And you play in one of we we met and played in one of my more famous rock and roll leagues with Stephen Malkmus, and uh, you're always very competitive and very good. And then you started playing FanDuel with me and my boys, and you were winning so much that we kind of kicked you out of our little FanDuel league. Um, it was unfortunate that that had to happen, but we just couldn't we couldn't take any we couldn't afford it. Yeah, dude, you're the one that invited me to play it in the first place, and then. <laughs> And then you kicked me out. But, yeah, uh, my, my my friends are like, "What are you doing, dude? She's so good at this." <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that. I mean, you also sort of retired. I feel like I did. I stopped because I, 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 I kicked like you out first. It was too much. It's getting to be too much. So I stopped the daily. And I've actually I'm only down to one league now because Malcolmus quit his his league that he was commissioning in. So I'm just in your league now. Um, hmm. yeah. You know what? I'm I'm only in three leagues that actually count this year. And I used to be in no, I'm in no three. I used to be in like 12 to 15 every year. I've got it down to three. It's a miracle. I can tell you're more focused. You're you're on top of things in our <laughs> league now. And you're uh, actually like up there in the top, whatever half. I was. I, I keep my team is such a we go as Wemby goes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to dive into this? Or do you yeah, let me, go? you know, I'm Yuri and uh it's really great to be here, Steve, Dr. A. And I wanted to give you big congratulations for winning that or being in the Hall of Fame for Fantasy Sports Writers Association. I think that's so huge. And your writing is one of the main reasons that I got excited about fantasy because even before I was in the Malcolmus League, I was reading your stuff, your blurbs, and you're just a, you, you write about basketball in a really fun and engaging way. And, and so kudos to you and, and congrats. Well, thank you so much. And you know, that news broke while Kamala and I were doing this podcast on Tuesday that I had made it into the hall of fame, but I feel like he should be in there too. So I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be like, Oh, I'm in the hall of fame uh, <laughs> on that show with him because I didn't want to, I didn't want him to, I didn't want him to be 
get upset or, or be mad or whatever. And he was super cool about it afterwards. He's like, man, I'm so glad you made it. And I was like, we got to get you in there. But, um, you know, it's kind of a funny thing because because people don't really know what the S FSWA is, but there's only like 45 writers, I think that are in that fantasy sports writers hall of fame. So it's a really big deal in the industry. I'm in, I feel, um, I feel like I'm a pioneer in, in fantasy basketball. So I'm very excited about it, but it's funny. Uh, you tell people, I tell people, yeah, I got in the fantasy sports writers hall of fame. They're like, the hell is that? I'm like, it's a hall of fame, dude. I mean, that's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> it's a hall of fame. You're, are you going to get a little plaque that you can put on your back wall there? I hope I get a little plaque. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how it works. And then I, I guess they do the show on uh Sirius XM. They do, where I can give a, a speech, an acceptance, my induction speech or whatever. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that goes down. Nice. Um, All right. Well, thanks, Yuri. That was nice. Um, let's talk about what happened yesterday. I'm sure these people are like, come on, dude. We're here to hear about who to pick up in fantasy hoops. Uh, Joel Embiid played, had 41 points, 10 boards. Tyrese Maxey had 27. That Rockets team, man, it seems like there should be so many guys that we should be able to go out there and pick up off waivers. But there's really not because they all spread out minutes so evenly and nobody really shines and nobody really sucks. It's just kind of just one bland box score after another. Yeah, it is kind of uh, frustrating for a fantasy owner to see like who to pick up because everyone's everyone's playing really good too. Like they're well coached and they're firing on all cylinders and not like the Rockets team of last year for sure. And years prior, it's uh, I'm still holding Eason on my IR. Um, even though who knows, but I got a spot there for him. I just, uh, yeah. Brooks is back, but he's just another one in the mix. So. Yeah, and Atari Eason thing is so frustrating because he played so well. He had that little stretch where he just went off, and he's been hurt ever since. And, you know, if you got an IR spot that's not full of other injured guys, which is tough to do this time of year, um, and you can hold Atari Eason, I still I still say do it, but uh, I've kind of I've kind of moved on. He's kind of gone the way of Osser Thompson to me, who actually made some noise yesterday. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um but, you know, the Sixers are one of only six teams that play tonight. So, you know, in our league where you and I play against each other, I don't have anybody going tonight, or I didn't. Uh, I went out and picked up your guy, Kelly Oubre, at 5 o'clock this morning um, just to have a warm body out there tonight. Why you say my guy? Because we were talking about who to pick up, and you're like, maybe Oubre. <laughs> Malcolm has been picking them up and dropping them. A lot this season. That makes um, him qualify as your guy. Yeah. Just the fact that you mentioned his name. He is very handsome, too. <laughs> I like handsome guys. Um, yeah, you think Batum is going to play on the back-to-back? He has been playing back-to-backs. I don't know if Embiid is going to play on the back-to-back. Have we seen anything about that yet today? I, I haven't seen anything yet. It's so early. Like we're, we're doing this at the crack of dawn in basketball terms. Um yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a two man Embiid sit this out, honestly. Um, and if that happens and Robert Covington's still out, then I think Ubre could go. Yeah, Batum too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Sixers I, I, are I another team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did play back to back, I think, a week ago or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, they need him with Melton out. I just uh, I feel like with Sixers, Maxi and and Beaters really dominate that team, and then there's little flashes of Tobias. But the other guys just uh, they're just real role players, you know. So they're yeah, also a tough team to find streamers for. They are, and it stinks because DeAnthony Melton has such a fantasy friendly game, but he's been hurt. He's stuck behind Maxi and. and I think Ubre has a fancy friendly game, but he splits minutes with Batum and Covington. And Covington, if he was getting 25 minutes a night, he'd be dominating for my 
30 team league, but he doesn't, he's been hurt again. So I, it's kind of a mess. That's another messy waiver wire situation there. Um, Speaking of interesting waiver wire situations, I don't know how the Celtics can be as good as they are. And then you pluck Jalen Brown out of that lineup and they don't even, it gets hard to even tell who they plug and play in his place. I think it was Al Horford, but they don't miss a beat, man. Like that team is really, really good. And I think it all starts with Drew Holiday and Derek White being in the backcourt together and just stop putting up a wall against any guards that, that come against them. Totally. I mean, they're 31 and nine. They're, uh, they're the best team in the NBA. And it seems like when one of their big guys are out, it's just, they still win. And, uh, it's the backcourt. I mean, Derek white has been crazy good. He's, he's gotta be in the, the, uh, the all-star weekend. He's got to. And, uh, Porzingis, I have Porzingis, and I love his game, but it was it's a risk, you know, rostering him. But with the way that they're mixing it up with the back-to-backs with Alf Horford, it seems like, fingers crossed, Porzingis will be, like, around for the whole season. So I'll take, I'll take him resting on back-to-backs if I can have him the whole season. And I think that's what we're doing. I think that's what Celtics are doing. They're like, hey – we're going to conserve Horford and Porzingis all season long and just have them be ready for the playoffs because we don't need them. They literally don't even need Porzingis to go out and dominate this league right now. They're, they're so good. Um, it's, and you know, I, I've been saying since before the season, they were the best team in the league. There was a minute there where I was a little concerned about that, but Milwaukee, Milwaukee does not look the same since, adding Lillard and losing Drew, and then everybody else is kind of – Philly's pretty good. but uh, Crowder's uh, back today. That should help him on defense a little bit. Jay Crowder is coming back. Wow, that's I, – I forgot he was in the league, honestly. <laughs> he plays for the Bucks. Huh. Who knew? Welcome back, Jay Crowder, tonight. <laughs> um, Pistons win – Pistons win. I still don't understand what this team is doing. Cam explained it to me. I still don't get it. Alec Burks scores 34 points off the bench. Jaden Ivey has finally been turned loose with Cade Cunningham. Injury, he had 24. Jalen Duran was a monster with 20 and 19. Even Beef Stew had a big line. And Osara Thompson... Uh, 27 minutes, 14 points, eight boards, three steals. Is that enough for you to run out and pick him back up? Or you think it's just a weird MLK blip? He's, he's had these blips before. And I mean, I'm fighting to make the playoffs. I can't afford to have Asar on my team. (laughs) I drafted him and I did enjoy that lovely early season stretch of his where I was just so happy and pumped. But uh, this team is is messed up, and uh, I mean it's it's obvious now. Like when Cade went down, people were like, "Who should I pick up? Should I pick up Ivy, uh, Killian, Hayes, Burks?" But it's obvious it's Ivy now. It's um, Ivy. But does Ivy go back away when Cade Cunningham comes back? I don't think so, but we'll see. I don't think Burks is going to go away. I think they need Burks. Um, they need that vet out there who's going to be kind of consistent and can score. But, uh, yeah, Ivy had three blocks last yesterday. That was nice. That was nice. I may – if Detroit was playing tonight, uh, Sarah would be back on my team. But they're not. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I do have um, what's that guy's name? Who's the guy that plays for Portland? Jabari uh, Walker. Walker. I've got Jabari Walker on my team. I, why? I don't why, know. Why? Dude. <laughs> he was the only guy that was playing the other night, and and I needed. I'm. I'm. I. Uh, it's so frustrating. Uh, speaking of frustrating, Yuri Zion Williamson and all that talent. Scores 30 points yesterday. One freaking rebound. I, 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 I has he double doubled ever in his life? Yeah. Oh, man. It must be so frustrating to own uh, Zion because <laughs> I've never rostered him. And uh, he's, yeah, very, uh, very weird fantasy game. I don't know how he can have 30 points and one rebound and play an entire game of basketball, but yeah, he did it. Ingram hit three of 14 shots for 12 points, ruined my, both my underdog and my fan duel day. So that was, that was pleasant. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, CJ McCollum had 20 points and they got beat by Dallas who did not have Luka Doncic and Dallas has become a underdog slash fan duel feeding frenzy with, Tim Hardaway and Kyrie Irving anytime that anytime Luke is out. Play. Yeah. Right. Hardaway had nine, nine three-pointers of 41 points. Kyrie scored 42. And they, they keep winning even whether Luca plays or not. It's it's kind of weird. The, the Mavericks are much better than I thought they were going to be this year. Uh I love watching Kyrie um and Hardaway. It's so much fun. Derek Lively, like it's it's so fun. Kyrie is so good. He's such a good basketball player. So creative. Like, he's just an artist out there. Um, and I listened to this one while I was driving. Um, do you listen to a lot of NBA games? Or do you mostly watch them? I used to listen to a lot of NBA games, but not not anymore. I really don't. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I grew up on radio. But I just, I love listening to NBA um, and I'm I'm totally in the minority, but this was fun to listen to. I like listening to like playoff basketball and like late at night when I'm driving across the country. Like that's my favorite. And I, re- I remember like I found a Kings game, the Kings Lakers game from like 20 years ago when we were driving through Tennessee one night. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And it, it was a big game, and it was the one with all there was a lot of controversy and back and forth and that was fun i i and i used to i listened to a lot of braves games on the radio mm. basketball i don't listen to on the radio as much but baseball i love listening to baseball on the radio yeah yeah but man uh you know Kyrie is such a polarizing <clears throat> nba figure and Not a lot of people say, man, I, 
I just love say any issues with anything Kyrie has done this season. Uh, okay, we're back. I don't have any issues with anything Kyrie Irving has done this season. Um, he was legit hurt when Dwight Powell fell on his legs. He missed a bunch of games that he probably couldn't have played in. And when he's out there, he's being a good teammate and he's he's balling as hard as he can. And it, it, it is fun to watch, man. Like, I wouldn't be sad if I had Kyrie on my team this year. I wouldn't be sad if I had Hardaway on, on my team right now. I could use those. I could use nine threes. <laughs> uh, your underdog fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried underdog yet, new underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Um, I'm going through a rough patch at Underdog right now. I'm just struggling. I hit like four out of five. See, my problem is here. I go for the five. I go for the five leg parlays. I, I should just do two or three. <laughs> yeah. Increases your odds by so much. I'm always trying to break the bank. I'm always trying to hit it big. Yeah. You know, you hit four out of five, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't double-double, and then you've lost money. I've lost a whole dollar. So (laughs) I'm also super cheap. I try to bet one dollar. I'm glad to hear you're still playing the the small money bets. Yeah. Well, since I don't have a real job or income, I can't really – afford to do anything else but it is fun i i like just throwing like 10 one dollar five leg parlays out there and just hoping one hits it's fun i like underdog it's a good time you should try it <laughs> don't get me started um jimmy butler played a basketball game yesterday yuri can you believe it 40 minutes 31 points 15 free throws made um I think he'd missed what, like 11 of his previous 12 games or 12 of his previous 13 or something ridiculous. Um, so when Jimmy plays, I mean, that has implications across that team. Unlike when Jalen Brown sits out, it has no no implications. Um, Jaime Hakez was out. He already hurt. He has a groin injury. And then uh, our guy, Nikola Jovic, who's been playing well, didn't do anything at all. And Duncan Robinson, who has been kind of hit or miss lately, and unfortunately isn't on my roster, uh, was terrible yesterday. Didn't didn't even score, I don't think. All his all his fantasy production came from rebounds and assists. Um, so the Jimmy Butler being back is gonna be weird for Hawkes. I, I don't care. I'm still telling people to hold on to Jaime Hawkes till till the end. Well, yeah, because you just don't know about Jimmy's health. You know, he's been in and out all season. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's unpredictable. So you might as well. And Hawkes has proven himself. Um, and Hero, obviously, and Bam. And, and those guys are all good. Yeah, I stayed away from Miami this year. So I don't have any Miami guys on my team. Well, and then on the net side, it was all Mikhail Bridges and and my guy Cam Thomas, who is either <laughs> scoring a ton of points and not doing anything else, or he's not scoring any points and not doing anything else. He is a he's something else. Um, it's so funny. There's definitely a type of person that is clinging and holding on to Cam Thomas with fervor um, and almost with pride a little bit. Uh, and you're one of them, and and my buddy Victor, who's in chat, he's another one. It's like Cam, and when he has a good game, it's like shouting from the rooftops. Yeah, Cam. Well, he did that the first week of the season. I think he had three games where he just went off, and he was on my bench in my thirty-team league. And then I got him in my lineup the next week, and that was a disaster. And then he was hurt, like. I, I have not had a good, I've not had an enjoyable Cam Thomas uh, experience <laughs> this season, but he's a guy that in a 30 team league 
as a starter in your lineup that you got with the 200 pick, like he, he's invaluable to me um, in that league. So yeah, it's, and I think because he's so valuable to me in my 30 team league, it makes me show some sort of loyalty to him in my 12 man league. But maybe that's just stupid. I don't know. I mean, you, he's he's holdable in, in 12, so you're okay. You've got a note here about Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. I mean, uh, since he started playing for them, he looks really good. You remember, was it in Charlotte where he was, somebody got injured and he started playing and he was just so solid, his defense. Um and and he was like a rosterable rest of season player, and that's what he's looking like. That in Brooklyn, looks way better than Dinwiddie. Well, yeah, the DSJ. It was in Charlotte. It was who was the point guard back then? I can't even think. Oh, Walker. It was Kemba. Kemba. Kemba Walker. went down, and DSJ came in. Yeah, he was hitting threes. He was getting steals. He was doing everything. He looked really good for like three weeks, and then he went to the Knicks, and and it was all it was all gone. But he was he's kind of back. I haven't really paid attention to DSJ. Is he uh, sitting on waiver, waiver wires in our league? Nah, he was picked up pretty quickly. All right. I wonder what is. I wonder what is. People are sure. on it in our league, man. They are. They are. They pick him up mid game. We were talking about Mark Smith yesterday. Mark Smith didn't want to play in our league. He's the he's one of the guitarists in Explosions in the Sky, and he. Uh, I, he was on tour and we had dinner and I was like, dude, play in, play in my league. And he's like, man, I, I'm going to be on the road so much. I just don't know if I can do it. I'm like, I know you want to. And he's like, all right, I'll play. So he's in and he picked up Gigi Jackson yesterday, like right off as soon as he scored like eight points. Right. He was on it. He's been on it all season for somebody that's half committed, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Orlando. Magic. They had lost three straight, I think. They came back and won. They beat the Knicks yesterday. Um, I don't understand how Orlando is having such a good season. They have like 17 point guards. They're weird at center. Paolo's really good. Franz has been hurt. Franz Wagner's been hurt. Um, so I don't understand how they're how they're so good, but they are, and they're they're really kind of bland box scores in Orlando. Like there's nothing really exciting to see there usually when you go and check, but uh, the Knicks have been kind of exciting since they made that trade. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle usually go off uh, sort of like Hardaway and, and Kyrie, except Brunson was out yesterday again for the second game in a row. Julius Randle only scored 15. He was super quiet. And this Quentin McBride character has kind of balled out for two games in a row for for Brunson. If Brunson misses more games, I think McBride is a guy you want to have in your lineup. Seems like he's the guy, huh? What's his nickname? Deuce? Deuce McBride? Yep. That's a really cool name. Uh, I wish that was my name. That's a very cool name. Um, Orlando, I feel like they the same guys have been playing together now consistently for a couple seasons. I think they got really good chemistry. Um, and I gotta say, Suggs, Suggs is like, I feel like a little bit like a heart and soul type of player of the team, and he goes so hard that I mean, I, I have him on my team. I just it's only a matter of time before he injures himself because he goes so hard. But I think the guys really rally around his type of play and they all show that kind of that kind of play on court. And um, I think, uh, I think they're really, they've, they've been fun to watch too. And I think the fans love them. So uh, I'm not surprised that, that they're pretty good this year. feels okay. like it's been leading up to that a little bit. Um, yes. And if Brunson misses another game, I'm picking McBride up. I also have, breaking Dennis Smith Jr. news. Uh, he is only 11% rostered in Yahoo leagues, which means he's probably like 6% rostered in ESPN leagues, and he's on our waiver wire in our league. Um, he is? Somebody, somebody dropped him. Yep. Yeah, he's on waivers till the 18th. So, I mean, we can't pick him up 
uh, right now, but he's uh, luckily I saved up some ads. He's out there. Good news. Um, yes. Uh, anything else with that game? I don't think we need anything. The Knicks, I mean, Hartenstein, come on. Like, she's mm. mm-hmm. Louise. That's another one I snoozed on. Um, I think that was one of those cases where he was picked up before. Nah, he was picked up when the injury happened. Um, yeah, he's he's amazing. He's been so good. But I'm worried about anyone like Jalen Brunson that's on a Thibodeau team because it's they get worked and then calf. Ugh, that's not good. And he won't be allowed to have time to recover. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Interesting on Hartenstein. I've been on the Hartenstein bandwagon all all year, man. I I love Hartenstein when he um. Uh, he was good when he was on the Clippers, too. Yeah. Um, Hartstein is balling out. Like Those two 20-rebound games, he had four blocks, and he's, he's scoring some points, and there's literally no one else there to play center. And Thibodeau's just going to roll him out there for 35 minutes a night, and it's going to be super fun. So I'm, I'm pretty psyched about what he is doing. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, the Hawks got 36 and 13 from Trey. They were blowing out the San Antonio Spurs. Jalen Johnson did a, did more Jalen Johnson stuff. 16, 10, 7, 6. That's six steals. Uh, DeJounte is quiet again. Um, weird vibe in Atlanta with, with DeJounte and uh, Trey. And then you've also got this three-headed thing going on at forward with Jalen, DeAndre Hunter, who's hurt, and City Bay. And then you've got Clint Capella holding back, Kongwu. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of position battles going on in Atlanta that are all kind of messy. Um, Josh Lloyd, I'm a big Josh Lloyd um, fan. And... Uh... He's been alluding to some kind of drama happening in Atlanta, but he won't divulge it on air. Do you know anything about this? I do not know the details. I do not know the details of the drama. I would assume, if I was going to guess, I'd say there might be a lady lady involved. (laughs) It's usually, when there's drama on NBA teams, it usually involves uh, a woman. I'm I'm Hmm. My experience. So he's going to get traded, you think? I don't know what's going to happen. I think they've got to get rid of DeAndre. I think they got to get rid of DeAndre Hunter at this point. And it sounds like DeJounte is creating tremendous interest throughout the league. Like the Lakers want him. Who doesn't want DeJounte Murray on their team, right? Um, And and Jalen Johnson, you know, they were saying on the TNT telecast last night that he – Looks like the most improved player in the league um, this year. I'm not going to argue with that. He looks incredible. Um, so the Hawks, I don't think they're that far from being really good. I like the coach. I think I think they're, they're in a good spot, but I think putting Trey and DeJounte together has kind of failed. It's a failed experiment. And if they trade DeJounte and turn him into a couple studs, mm-hmm. um, Everything is fixable. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what the exact drama is in Atlanta, though. I wish I did. Damn it. I, I, I want to hear about the drama. I could probably find out. I could probably I could probably give my buddy Bobby a call and find out. But Yeah, just text it to me. I don't know. Okay, I'll see, <laughs> see what I can do. Uh, Women Yama yesterday. I looked at his stat line at halftime. Yuri, I had him going in all my leagues. I had him in. FanDuel and underdog and everything else, nothing. And then the second half, he just went nuts. He had five blocks, 26 points, 13 boards, two steals. Almost all of that came in the second half. I don't know what he was doing for the first half of that game. He he may have been sitting uh, in the front row eating popcorn with that actress that owns the Hawks. Um, But I don't know. He, He just went nuts the second half. And then Sohan 
had 23 points, eight boards, four assists, two steals, two blocks, and two threes. You can't rely on that guy, right? Like, but man, if he's going to do that once a week, I'll put him back on my team. Yeah, I know. I, I actually went to look to grab him because I knew he was on waivers, but he had been picked up by Amy, I think. So, yeah, he might uh, he might be getting more time, more more minutes going forward. It's really we, hard to tell with Popovich, though. Like, like we don't know what Pop is doing this year. J, uh, Trey Jones had thirty on Wednesday or on a Saturday, and then he had two points last night. I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's sort of the way San Antonio is going to be. And now they play back to back on Friday and Saturday again. So which one is Wimby going to sit out? At least Wimby sitting games is, is the most frustrating thing ever. And I you know, it's, rumors that the, that's going to start though. The management's going to stop. They're going to stop doing that. Yeah, that's what I, I I thought I read that somewhere that oh it may it may have come up because I I know when when Pop said he was going to do it it was based on you know until his his ankle injury is healed so maybe mm -hmm. maybe we're there that would be fantastic yeah I, I should probably look into that since this is my job and all um, oh here we go this is going to be this is gonna, now Yuri you yeah. sent me a gift one time back in the day um in fact when you're talking i'm gonna go get it because it's so cool but um it's a golden state warriors uh gift and that is your team and when the warriors were rolling and katie and clay and steph and dre were all killing it on all cylinders you were you were living your best life yeah i've been a doves fan since the run tmc days and uh I, uh, it was, it's, it, they were so much fun to watch small ball, Nelly ball, and then the dark years, ups and downs, and then freaking dynasty happened. And, um, I was lucky enough to be a season ticket holder. I think when it started was right after they drafted stuff, I think. So as a, as a perk of the season ticket holder, and I think, oh, David Lee, too, was there. I think that was the first year that we had players in the in the All-Star weekend. I don't even think they were in the game. But anyway, D. Lee and um, Steph, I think, were going to All-Star weekend. And as a perk for season ticket holders, we were asked to choose one player <laughs> who we could have a signed jersey from. And me being, this is, if you know, this is classic me where I just sometimes make the stupidest decisions that I regret for life. I chose, we just saw, we just drafted him, Anthony Randolph. Anthony Randolph. I could have had a, I think it was a rookie year, Steph signed Jersey, but no, Anthony Randolph. And uh, then I, I was like. And then I think you really liked Anthony Randolph for some, and I was just like, I'm going to give Dr. Ray this jersey. So there it is. Um, I was always trying to cling on to the Anthony Randolph bandwagon because he had that really incredible two week run in April of 2008, I think it was, somewhere around there where he just went nuts in meaningless games. And I was I was all about Ant Rand because he would get steals, he would get blocks, and he just became my guy. And you sent me an autographed Anthony Randolph jersey, which that story is hilarious because, I mean, why would you not send that to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, had you had you picked a Steph Curry uh, rookie autographed jersey, I'm guessing I would not have gotten that in the mail. I'm guessing no. it would be hanging up in your house somewhere. Or you'd be wearing it every day of your life. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to think about it. No. That's awesome. Well, I do love it though. It's a cool, I mean, it's a cool jersey and it's it's signed by Ant Rand and I've got it in my attic. How many people can say they've got a, a signed Ant Rand jersey in their seriously, you know? right? See, I did you a solid there. It's a conversation piece. It really is. I'm gonna hang it up. It's gonna replace uh Luca. Luca for a minute. 
Um, speaking of Golden State, Memphis beats them yesterday without any of their guys, right? With a bunch of G leaguers. What was the spread on that game? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea, but Jaron Jackson Jr. had 18, five and five, uh, what four steals, a block, and three three pointers? Like he did his job. Yeah. Um, my guy Vince Williams Jr., who I'm all fired up about, had 24.7 boards, four assists, two steals, a block, and three three pointers. Those were the highlights for Memphis. I mean, they're so banged up right now. Like we can go through a list of like five or six guys and and decide what. Like we'll do that right. Right after, I think Gigi Jackson was the highlight of Memphis, at least in terms of fantasy. People were talking about him, like oh, yeah, yeah. picking him up mid game. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, I missed, I missed, but yes, Gigi Jackson was the highlight. Uh, 23.6 boards, um, two assists, two steals, five three pointers. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I had a brain fade there for a second. So, yes, Gigi Jackson, who a lot of people have never even heard of. He went to South Carolina. He's been in the G League this year. He just turned 19 years old. Um, went off yesterday. And his interview on TNT afterwards was awesome. That was so cute. Yeah, he's it was cute. That's a good word for it. Very it was cute. really cute. And uh, like I think everybody who saw that is now a Gigi Jackson fan. Um, now, are you running out? I, I couldn't. Hard? You know, I posted, so I posted on Basketball Monster, like, should I drop Neesmith for Gigi Jackson? I don't know anything about him. Tell me what to do. And everyone, I think I got people saying, yes, drop Neesmith for Gigi Jackson. And then um, I get home and uh, he's already picked up by Zelda. Explosions, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I... I don't know if that that defense was real. Um, he's obviously like he's a score. He shoots threes, but maybe his percent his field goal percentage isn't that great. Um, I think he was he was perfect from the line. Yeah, yesterday. Um, it was an eight, eight point spread, by the way. Thanks, Victor. That game. I don't think um, it matters if if he's if that was a fluke or not, I think you pick this guy up. Totally. You pick Vince Williams up. I think you think about picking Santi Aldama up. I think you think about picking Jacob Gilliard up. I think you think about picking Luke Kennard up because Desmond Bain, six weeks, John Morant season, Steven Adams season. Uh, Who's the other six weeks? Smart. Uh, Marcus smart, six weeks. They're all gone. Like everything's gone. Jaron Jackson jr is probably the next guy to get shut down the minute he tweaks a leg or a back or anything. Um, and I, I just think we're going to see kids play for this team the rest of the way. So, um, yeah. So we ranked the Memphis pickups. We did. You want to rattle off your list from top to bottom? My top to bottom list is Vince, then Gigi, then Santi Aldama. Then Luke Kennard, then Jacob Gilliard, and then uh, David Roddy. And it looks like I oh no, Kennard's in there. I thought I thought I forgot Kennard. So I go Vince, uh, Gigi, Aldama, Kennard, Gilliard, Roddy. Cool, that's a good list. I go Tillman and Williams tied for the top. I think Xavier Tillman looks solid. Um, He does. And then Gigi. Not yesterday, didn't. No, but he got some defensive stuff. I mean, it's, you know, and for me, for my team, that, that's all I need. Um, then Gigi, then Kennard, Aldama, and then Gilliard. Mm. Uh, Williams looks so solid, though. Um, yeah, I jumped on him early, and I'm, I'm really glad I did. I, I, should have, I should have Xavier Tillman somewhere on my list because he was playing well. He's another guy. Just add him to the mix. Um, I wish they were playing tonight. We could just go pick them all up. Like every one of them would be fun. Uh, I'm lucky. The only our, in our league is notoriously like we don't do a lot of trades. Um, but I was lucky that I got a trade pulled off. Uh, 
my JJJ for Brooke Lopez, who just fits my team build better. And this was before Jaw went down. It was after Marcus went down, but before Jaw went down. And I'm happy that I got that done. Because I don't know, JJJ, he's in my panic list, but who knows what's going to happen with him. He is kind of a panicless guy at this point. And when you did that trade, I'm like, eh, I don't really love that. JJ Aaron Jackson Jr. for Brooke Lopez. Sort of like the guy that keeps yelling at me on Twitter when I say that I'd rather have uh, Chet than Jason Tatum. Um, Tatum sounds better on paper, but Chet Chet's, Chet's higher ranked than he is. And Brooke Lopez, man, just he won't go away. He never goes away. He just keeps hanging around. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I feel like Triple J is kind of a, a ticking time bomb there. So um, probably a good move by you. Talk about your dubs. Curry had 26. Kuminga, free Kuminga, 20 and 11. Uh, congratulations to Draymond Green on his return from a extended absence with his uh, triple single. He had Classic Draymond. Seven boards, four assists. Uh, are you worried about my guy Poge with uh, Draymond back? You know, I'm not because I think he's he's such a spark, and he's really shown that like he can do, th- do a lot of things when he's in the game. Um, that I think Kerr's going to keep giving him minutes. He's going to find minutes for him. Um, and yeah, I I mean I wouldn't drop Pajimski. Um, I think Trace is over. Trace days are over. Um, I think Kaminga is back to just the old Kaminga where he's just just points. Um, but uh, I think Draymond, I mean, I'm happy that Draymond's back because I, I have Steph Curry on my team and Steph is just way better with Draymond there. Um and Draymond does these things that are just only Draymond can do like that one where he, he kept the ball alive, you know, at the end of that quarter or something yesterday. And I mean, he just, he's so smart and he's, and he sees all these things happening and he frees up Steph. And so I'm glad he's back um, just for the sake of Steph, but I don't, I don't know. think I realized. I don't think I realized how dependent on Draymond Green Steph Curry's game is. Like big time is, dependent, and he, he can't he can't get his own stuff without Draymond being in there helping him out. It's it's weird. Uh, um, yeah, Trace Jackson Davis did nothing yesterday. That makes me sad. Yeah, Pudge at least I mean, played twenty seven minutes. Yeah. So and I think he's I, gonna I think get Pudge, that Pudge is gonna play. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I think I think he's gonna get like twenty-five minutes. He's gonna he's gonna find those minutes for him because he's he's a difference maker. Um maybe kind of like a sixth man type. I don't know. Um and Wiggins, I don't know. He he might still have some minimum. I mean it's all dependent on the trade. I think the dubs are gonna do some trade deadline. Um, and it's weird watching the team, knowing that everyone's on the block except for Steph. It's a weird, creepy feeling, which I'm not used to having. But I think the guys are still going to ball out as much as best as they can every game. You know, they they fight. They fight in every game. So it's also weird seeing Andrew Wiggins be so bad for this long. I mean, I I did. I really thought he was going to have a good year, and he, it's just been a disaster all the entire year it's confounding i think there's just mental stuff going on yeah um yuri i'm gonna read this fanduel copy let's go fanduel why don't you read through some of those comments dig through some of those comments i have a few i'm a lot feeling a lot of them are directed at you see if we can find any uh questions to answer in there why do this if you know how to do it uh Tackle millions in prizes, all playoffs long, and FanDuel Fantasy Contests. If you're new to fantasy, there's no better time to get in on the action because right now, new customers get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So you put $100 in FanDuel, they give you another 100 Playing fantasy for huge cash prizes on FanDuel is fun and exciting 
just draft your lineup and watch your team move up the leaderboard. Now, um, I play FanDuel almost every single day, but I, I have not set any lineups for today. I would tell you who I have in my lineup, but we do this way too early in the morning. I should still be sleeping, actually. Uh, plus, on FanDuel, you can choose from a full slate of contests featuring multiple games, single contests, season-long best ball contests, beginner-only contests, which are great for learning the ropes and more. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So kick off football season, I guess playoff season, uh, with 100% deposit match up to $100. Go to FanDuel.com and start playing for huge cash prizes today. There we go. Nice. Did you find um, anything? Uh, well, Victor Garcia, bless his heart, is in there answering a lot of questions. So thanks, Victor. I think <laughs> um, somebody was uh, wondering about Siakam for Miles Bridges or Miles Bridges for Siakam, nine cat. If you find it, click on it and it'll post it up on the screen and we can talk about it. Um, I don't think I can do that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you might not be able to. Yeah. Uh, Don Sicario, 8, 11 a.m. I'm going to go with this one first. Oh, okay. Trey Cooper is worried that someone's going to pick up Vince Williams, uh, should I drop Kevin Herter for him or wait until the game starts? That is a great question right there. Well, one, why does he have Kevin Herter? Is it just for streaming the beginning of the week? Because there's six, there's only six games tonight. Nobody's playing. So he, he, I, I would, I, if I had Kevin Herter, I would not want to drop him until the game started tonight. Uh, but you're right. Kevin Herter has not. Really if you added him for the game, then obviously, like, I don't, I wouldn't waste my ad. I would see that ad through, but. Um, That's tough. I don't know, man. I mean, I think Vince Williams is, is more guaranteed than Herter. <laughs> like one game of Vince Williams might be worth all of Kevin Herter's games. I don't know. Uh, I wonder if um, any of his league mates are watching, watching this podcast and they're like, Ooh, I know Trey Cooper. I'm going to go pick up Vince Williams. I don't know. Trey Cooper's not his real name. I would rather have Vince Williams by a mile, but I get that you may need the game played from Kevin Herter tonight. So it's a tough call. We've got roughly, what, seven hours to wait that out. Um, if your league is savvy and they make moves, well, if, wouldn't Vince already be gone? He should already be gone. I've had him for two weeks. So if he's still out there now, he may still be out there at 10 Maybe Trey's in like a 10-team league or an 8-team league or something. Maybe. Was it Miles Bridges for Siakam? Yeah, I think that's what So can at. anyone, anybody that rosters Miles get him and, like, trade him? Because, I don't know, I feel like I have Miles on my team. I picked him off, off waivers when he was nearing coming back. And I, I just don't think anybody would take him in our league. Oh, I don't know. Have you offered him? I haven't. And he's been pretty quiet. All right, he's been balling. He's been playing good. He's been playing good, but he hasn't been playing better <laughs> since since um, ball came back. So I'm I'm gonna wait and see how that shakes out. All right, I'm just gonna answer this question straight up. If I can trade Miles Bridges to get Pascal Siakam, I'm doing it. Yeah, you do it. I agree. Absolutely. And Pascal Siakam is going to get traded. I don't know where to. Hopefully Atlanta. That would be awesome. Um, He's going to get traded, and then he's he's going to keep balling out all year. So um, if you can trade Bridges for Siakam, you just do it. You don't even, you don't even think about it. I got a question because you brought this up on, on your pod a couple weeks ago. 
where I floated you, um, Zach Levine for Dante DiVincenzo, and <laughs> who we both still still own. Um, how do I feel about that now? Yeah, is how do you feel question? about that now? Not great. Z- Levine has looked good. <laughs> He's looked good, and Dante isn't getting. I, I as thought much. you said Legreen. Levine is la good. You said he's look good. I thought you he said has, Levine is la good. La good. That's, that no, I, that, that's even better. Um, he, he we'll does, see. He does look good. Dante gives me what my build needs more than Levine, though. So I don't know. Let's let's keep stewing on that one. Um, I told my son to check his trade offers, and he asked me last night if Herb Jones for who was it? Bradley Beal for Bradley Beal was a good trade. I said, I've heard worse. I think there's like a lot of people that would tell you to run out and make that deal if you're soaring because, like, Kamla and I, when we talk about Herb Jones, he's just kind of like, eh. Herb Jones doesn't really move the needle for me. And Brad Beal caught fire. And he looked really good for a stretch there. And maybe he still does look really good right now. I mean. He's in my hot player list. Yeah, I think I think that's a trade I would probably make. Well, it's gone now. Oh, did you pull it already? I did. Okay. Um, Let's answer this question and then you can wrap up with the notes you did. Because I didn't. That other stuff, that panic meter and stuff, um, that's more for like when Ken and I do this. And I knew we were going to be out of time by then, so I didn't do anything. But we'll do, we'll go over your hot list or your panic meter and your hot list. Uh, I have three Grizzlies on my roster Luke Kennard, Xavier Tillman, Gigi Jackson. I don't know if that's something okay or not. Uh, and that's from Aditha. He's on here every week. He's loyal, loyal supporter of this podcast. Um, how do you feel about having a bunch of dudes on the same team, Yuri? Uh, it's a risk, you know, but I think the Grizzlies is one of those teams right now where you can do that. You can get away with that. Um, I saw Bob Nastanovich had like three or four Raptors on his team, <laughs> um, which I thought was really weird and odd from Bob. But uh, yeah, I think I think you're all right, Aditya, in his weird 15-cat league. <laughs> I love it. Yes. 15 cats. Yes, the weird 15 cat league. Uh all right. Oh, can, your... we, can we talk about uh my buddy Frank wants to know your thoughts on Keegan Murray? Oh, absolutely. Where is Frank? He's 853, just he's at the bottom. Like new or old? Like was new, it early? newest. Frank. Is he Skeeter? Is he Giannis Frank? Uh, Frank says, anything to say about Keegan Murray? You know what? I don't have Keegan Murray on any of my rosters. Um, Me neither. I think of him as like a three-point specialist kind of guy more than anything. Any He'll have those occasional games, as you know, where he just blows up. And looks like he's ready to take over the world like Jalen Johnson. And then he just kind of fades back away into the background right after that. So um I like him. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a really good player. I think we might might be a year too early on Keegan Murray right now. But I, again, I haven't studied him and it's taken me forever to pull up his game log here. I feel like the Kings, the Kings um, will reassess during the break. And yeah, guys like Keegan Murray might come alive after the break, Frank. Um, cause... I mean, Sunday, 19 minutes, four points, but he got hurt in that game, right? I think he hurt his hip. So that was before that he, he put together three really good games in a row. So I feel like he was coming on sort of like Tori Eason. And I totally interrupted you, Yuri. I'm sorry. Um, he was coming on like Tori Eason, and now he's hurt, so we don't even know if he's going to play tonight. Carry on. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. No, it's all right. I, I was done with my thought. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's see. We got four minutes. So my panic meter, guys, um, DeAnthony Melton, uh, I'm really worried about back issue 
back issues in general. And based on my weird ass build, he's my top ranked player. So I'm uh, I'm really worried about losing D'Anthony Melton. I also, you know, I drafted Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal. So like the back issues really scare me. Second yeah. on my list. Yeah. Are you, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, if he does come back, I, I think it's going to be, he's going to be limited a lot. Ben Simmons. I haven't heard that name in a minute. How's he Jesus. doing? He's still sitting. He's still riding pine. He's still getting paid. People are still holding on to him, hoping that he comes back. But geez, I, I dropped him months ago. Triple J is on your list. Jared Jackson Jr. Triple J, you, you know, I think. covered that. Yeah, we kind of covered that. So, and Steph, you Ooh. know, I think in, lately he's lost a little bit of that joy. I mean, I hate to say it, but like Timmy Hardaway Jr. is giving me more what I need than Steph is. But, you know, I I love, I'm, I'm dubs die hard so um that's crazy dude that you have more faith in tim hardaway jr right now than you do <laughs> Steph Curry. lately that, that that's is... bad but i think with draymond back i think steph steph's gonna be back to his old self a little bit more i hope steph curry's not watching this he's gonna be very upset mm. he knows like his number one fan is like kind of kind of bumming all right, who you got down in your um my hot list? Your hot list. Let's look at I that. just got two guys and they're both Suns players. So you know, Grace and Allen, Tim Ted Cruz's son from another mother. <laughs> um per game, he's ranked 44th in the last month. Yeah, he's averaging four, 14.9 points, three triples, 3.9 rebounds, 2.8 assists, 1.1 steals, 0.9 blocks. 50% field goal, 93% free throw. Like, and he's not needing much usage to do it. He's so consistent and clutch. And when they were without Beal, it's like Grayson Allen. Um, I never thought I would love Grayson Allen, but I love Grayson Allen. He's been so solid. Dude, I love Grayson Allen this year. Like, I, but is he going away because of your other hot player? Because of Beal? Yeah. He hasn't been. I mean, I think he's had a couple duds, but I think he's really important to that that team. So I think he's going to plug in where he he can. If he's not scoring, he'll be doing defensive side. So I still love him for that. And then Bradley Beal is my other hot player. So I was expecting a zero, him riding pine on my bench. So I'm very happy with what he's done since he's been back. So over the nine games per game, he's been... He's ranked 74th, uh, averaging 20.6 points, 4.3 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 1.8 threes. And then I love the defense, like one steal and 0.4 blocks. And his percentages have been good, too. So I'll take it, you know, even though I'm still trying to trade him. Um, I'm, I'm not unhappy with him on my team. Well, move him while you can. Uh, that's that's the best advice I give. Bradley Beal's next like his leg. I don't trust his legs, let alone his back. But um, Grayson Allen, he, he kind of reminds me of Dante DiVincenzo. They sort of do the same stuff. There's nothing flashy. They're not going to score a ton of points usually. Um, occasionally they will, but it, I, I feel like they're sort of in the same realm. But um, yeah, looking back on that, I kind of wish I would have given you Dante DiVincenzo and taking taking Zach Levine off your hands. Although this Levine thing's not over yet. If he doesn't get traded out of Chicago, and I don't know, that, that that would be a disaster. I think if they were unable to move him. Well, now I know you're interested, so it's good. I mean, it's Dante DiVincenzo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you Dante DiVincenzo for Grayson Allen. Let's do that. Um, all right, we are over the one hour mark, which I try not to do. Um, Gary, this is super fun having you on. Really fun. We can Steve. do it again sometime, hopefully. Since RotoWire is so cool about letting me pick my own guests. Uh, who do I have lined up for the next one? Do I know yet? Oh, it might be Raphael, Raphael Johnson, who I used to work with at NBC. Oh, he's great. Um, 
And then it looks like Jonas. Nice. And then Kenny Kreitz, the K train back in the nice. saddle. Uh, and then Rick Camlin and I will be here this Thursday to break down everything that happens on Wednesday night. Um, Yuri, any any last words? You need to say goodbye to Victor or any of your people here. You've got no. Thanks everyone for showing up today, guys, <laughs> and supporting us. Um, and Steve, thanks for having me on. And uh, good luck in your match. Who are you matched up against this week in our league? Zelda. Mark Smith, the guy picking everybody else. Picking everybody <laughs> else. Probably going to destroy me. I'm against Brian. It's always a good matchup with Brian. Brian Rosenworcel? Yeah, I love I love playing him. Dude, he's balling. He's got he's got a good team. The only I team better than his is Malcolm's auto draft. Freaking Malcolm's man. Freaking Malcolm's. I got to talk to him at length about that at his Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like got I LeBron, just, he's got KD, he's got like all these he's got Kyrie, he's got Kawhi, he's got all the old dudes that are balling out this year. He's got all the Auto old draft. guys that nobody wanted that have now decided that they're never gonna miss another basketball game. Yeah. I mean genius strategy. Just if if you know you're picking first, just go auto draft because you'll get value. And that's what so he got. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. Well, good luck against Brian, and uh we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.